Hi, Becca. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Intertrekkies. We wanted to share with you something from our very first episode. Smashing the matriarchy. And since we're about to start season three. Picard recaps. We thought it was possible that we had some new listeners and that some of you might not have heard this yet. I'm thinking of it as our like statement of purpose. Basically, why are we doing this? And what is our perspective? And also, who are we? It's our mission where <laughs> two women will go where no woman has gone before. Fade out music into the past. <laughs> this is Intertractional an exploration of Star Trek through an intersectional feminist lens. Star Trek is both a reflection of our society and an aspiration for our future. The stories it tells shape our world. Intersectionality explores intersecting forms of oppression and how they affect individuals with compound identities. Star Trek is for feminists. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, welcome to Intertractional, an all-new podcast about intersectional feminism and Star Trek. I'm Ryan. I'm Becca. We wanted to tell you a little bit about who we are and why we're doing this. I'm Ryan. I'm a uh, white woman in my 30s who's religiously Jewish. And I went to Oberlin College where I studied creative writing and literary criticism. I took a gender studies class and sexuality in America. Um, I can also tell you about how I've seen every single episode of Star Trek that's been made, including the animated series. Yeah, so that's me. What about you? I'm Becca. I'm white passing, I guess. I'm ethnically Jewish Sephardic. Um, Sephardic being an ethnic group of Jews who are from like the Mediterranean area. My ancestors were kicked out of Spain during the Spanish Inquisition and then spent some time like wandering around the Mediterranean before my grandparents emigrated to the United States in the 19-teens. I love Star Trek because it is something that I grew up watching. I went to MIT I am like a huge nerd. Whatever. I studied biology. It doesn't, it's like serious, that. serious geek cred. Yeah. Um, Science minded lady. Actually, while I was there, I did take like a few um, classes that relate to this kind of conversation. I took a new, like new media where we read things like Blade Runner and watched Machinima. <sighs> Yeah, so I studied like I studied how to have this kind of conversation about the like the media that I consume and that I love. I also recognize that I am not like necessarily the best person to be talking about intersectionality as intersectional feminism specifically is um a term and a concept that was coined by Kimberly Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a black woman and educator around feminism, uh, feminist theory, and and the law. Um, and she coined this term in order to take a look at a series of discrimination cases where black women uh, were not able to prove that they were discriminated against. Um, because their workplaces were shown to not have discriminated against black people, black men, and they were not shown to have discriminated against women, white women. Mm -hmm. Um, But because 
these women were both black and female, um, they had this this intersecting identity that put them in a unique group. It was clear that they had been discriminated against as a class. Yeah. So sometimes we're going to be talking about intersecting identities um, that are not our own identities, and we can't pretend to know what those experiences are like. So we might get it wrong. That being said, like we do have our own intersecting identities and um, oppressions, like as people who are both women and Jewish and and queer and queer. So that's who we are. So we, so we know what intersectionality is. Um, but like, why is it important? Why is it important to bring intersectional feminist criticism to Star Trek specifically? Well, so for me, it's important on a personal level to understand the narratives that I absorbed as I was forming who I am and how they influence the decisions that I make on a day-to-day basis and how they inform the things that I believe about what is possible for myself. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that's true of, of all media, of all like we're definitely programmed by the media that we watch and especially by the media that we repeatedly watch or that we love in in criticizing the things that it gets wrong or the negative messaging that's hidden in there among the positive messaging like we can see it more fully and and unpack its impact on us um, possibly prevent new media from being created that has the same issues so like when we look at captain kirk and realizing he's realize that he's saying something really sexist in this particular episode um for instance like where he thinks that a female historian might fall in love with Khan because she's a woman and she's weak and then she does Mm. um but then in another episode uh touts equality and like defends women's rights um and that's attention so you don't completely throw out all of star trek but like you recognize it when it is there so that you can see it and understand it people have asked me this right like is it fair for us to take maybe like 2019 standards of pc wokeness and apply it to media that's 30 years old 60 years old even 15 years old when we're looking at enterprise i mean i think it is for a for a number of reasons like Star Trek as a body of work is a living document. There's there's lots of stories that are being told in in it that are canon today now. Um, there's like a whole bunch of excitement around uh, forthcoming Star Trek properties, specifically Star Trek Picard. Um, Which causes a lot of rewatching for people to get more familiar with it especially TNG and the original series are syndicated and are on cable every week. That like communicates to us that these are stories that people are still entirely engaged with. While you can kind of sit there and intellectually think that they're throwbacks, like you're still absorbing those messages. And if you put something inside of a glass box and say that it is beyond critique you are opening yourself up for absorbing these narratives unconsciously Mm -hmm. and also like doing that is not in my mind a way to demonstrate your love for a thing putting your your most precious object on a shelf behind glass can look like love but using it is 
much more true, in my opinion. I, I think that this is of this time period and they didn't know better um, isn't really an excuse that rings true for me. Um, one, because Star Trek especially was trying to pursue progressive ideals um, and demonstrate them. Uh, two, uh, the original series is contemporary with the feminine mystique. There always there always were people who were of the opinion that women yeah, are that, people? Yeah, yes. So saying that something is of a certain time period and therefore is beyond criticism is ridiculous because there were all there were always people at the same time who were offering the same criticism. So we acknowledge that Star Trek is flawed. So why are we not just like throwing it all out? We were sort of talking about this when you're talking about like putting Star Trek in a curio um, or on a pedestal. Uh, but, you know, like the way to really interact with art that you love is to like see its flaws, understand its flaws, but like you don't have to get rid of it. It means that it's important for you to do the work to understand it and to help other people understand it. Um, that way you don't internalize the things that are problematic about it, but you could still appreciate the things that are good and like be entertained. So, yeah, so here we are. We love Star Trek. We want to learn from it and grow from it. High in the sky wish is to like influence how it tells stories going forward. We definitely want to hear what all of you have to say. Um, like if you disagree with us, if you hear something uh, that that sparks an idea, if you have an, an episode idea, if you think we totally are off the mark, let us know on social media. Um, join the Facebook group and talk about it with us. This kind of discussion is for everybody. So that was our like statement of purpose, and I hope you liked it. Thanks for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about this. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. Intertractional is a production of Federation and Fempire, written and produced by Ryan Ascalisi and Becca Matola Barnes. Original music by Danny Kavka. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Intertractional. We want to hear from you. Join our Facebook group to discuss this episode with us and with other fans. Visit our website at intertractional.com for show notes, images, and citations. If you like this podcast, help others find it by taking a moment to rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes. It really makes a big difference.